You've got to shoot this bit, Margaret. You've got to shoot it. So, Rob, we talked a lot last season about the epic snow conditions that they get across the pond. And this week, we've got a super cool guest joining us. This is Amber Turno. She's based in Squamish. And I always say that in a very Canadian accent. I don't know why. Uh, but uh, Squamish, British Columbia. And I remember the last time I drove, there, I drove straight up the Sea to Sky Highway from Vancouver up to Whistler. And I saw the sign Squamish and I thought, that sounds such a cool place. Amber, how cool is it in Squamish, British Columbia? It's a pretty sweet place, I have to uh, say. We're located halfway between Vancouver and Whistler. So you go up that beautiful Sea to Sky Highway. It's one of the most beautiful drives in the world. You see ocean, you see mountains. It's in a UNESCO Biosphere Reserve. It's very cool. And most importantly, it's only a short drive to the ski slope. So And some pretty damn cool wildlife, what I've seen on the way up. Yes, definitely lots of wildlife. You may see the occasional bear, the occasional eagle, and yeah. even some whales down on the wow. on the ocean side. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Amazing. Yeah, let me introduce you to Rob, my co-host, a British Columbia addict as well, aren't you, Rob? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, had some great times in uh, BC over the years. Yeah, love it. Any snow yet, Amber? Absolutely. We I was just checking the webcams this morning at Whistler Blackcomb, and we got our first little snowfall, so... As you can imagine, people are pretty jazzed right now and talking all about it. So, uh, so Amber, I'm probably a typical holiday skier when it comes to BC. To me, if somebody says British Columbia, I think Whistler. It's the first thing that springs to mind. But having talked to you over the last couple of weeks, there's so much more to British Columbia than that, isn't there? Definitely. Um, you know, Whistler, of course, has a reputation for good reason. There's plenty of snow and great activities and lots of fun things to do. Um, but we do have 13 destination resorts here in BC, and each one has its own kind of character and charm and things that are certainly unique about it. You know, when people are talking to me, I always say it's actually quite different terrain to what you'd experience in Europe, mm. isn't it? Definitely. Yeah, we, we, of course, have the higher alpine, in particular, the Canadian Rockies. But then we also have these really special gladed runs, which I know is not a thing in some parts of the world and so they're kind of purpose-built runs where the, th the trees have been thinned out and you can really get a go at at trying your hand at tree skiing which in a lot of cases has incredible powder stashes as well so mm, it's yeah. a really fun experience so we also have really fun gladed runs we have lots of sort of rolling and a terrain for beginners and intermediates too um and i think you know, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I think Canadians are pretty friendly. We're, we're a pretty welcoming bunch. And you're going to come to the resorts. You're not going to be, you know, elbow to elbow fighting for your line lift lines. We like to queue as well, which is, <laughs> which is nice. Um, I, I sort of describe to, I don't know, colleagues and friends, it's a bit like skiing your sort of motorways. You've got these like these 10 lane motorways and you just don't tend to see the volume of people, do you? No, absolutely not. You can actually have the slopes to yourself, even during the peak, you know, holidays as well. Um, you'll always find somewhere that you can have a bit more of a quieter experience in BC. Um, and you can get a little taste of that sort of Canadian experience, the mountain culture experience. You can go axe throwing, you can have some poutine, you can have a Caesar and just talk to the locals. People are really friendly. Axe throwing, Rob, axe throwing. Axe throwing. Why have we not done this in resort? I don't know. I was just about to say I I love I love the gladed uh, tree skiing in British Columbia, but you know axe throwing 
Come on. Right. Who needs tree skiing when you can I, go axe throwing? <laughs> we can exactly. do tree skiing and throwing and throw axes at the same time. I mean, I, I guess you could do that. Maybe not, though. Maybe that's a little uh, a little bit dangerous. But, you know, Dom, we've, we've skied, I think, between us, quite a few of the BC uh, resorts over, over the years. Probably yeah. huge. So it would be really, really nice to kind of get an idea of the geography of the resorts and where they are and also what they offer. I really want you to tell Rob about resorts he doesn't know about because he's driving me nuts. He seems to know everywhere. So, you, Amber, you've got to do this for me. <laughs> okay, I'll do my best. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, like you mentioned, British Columbia is a massive province. Um, so I know it's sometimes hard for people from smaller countries to sort of wrap their head around the size and scale. But the resorts are accessible. So let's mm. start on the West Coast. So we're going to start actually on Vancouver Island, which a lot of people don't know. There is there is a beautiful yeah. destination resort there called Mount yeah. Washington. Um, and they actually get the brunt of those Pacific storms that start to hit the province that come through. So they're kind of, you know, ground zero for some of the biggest pow dumps, you know, that we have. Wow. Of course, as we start to move our... No, yeah, I didn't know it's, that. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing to see how those how powerful those storms are because they they will span mm. the province. Um, you know, as we move towards the mainland, we're still on the south coast, southwest coast of British Columbia. We get to the Coast Mountain Range, which is sort of that iconic range. The Sea to Sky Highway um, sort of skirts that range from Vancouver to Whistler. And as, as everyone knows, Whistler is one of our largest resorts. Um, it has an incredible array of activities. It's got kind of everything. It's the, the 2010 Winter Olympic venue. So there's some fun Olympic-related activities you can do there. And then as we move in um, inland towards the central interior of British Columbia, we get to what the area that's known as the Okanagan. So this is the region um, where you have your Silver Star, we have Big White, we have Sun Peaks and Apex. And this area is actually also our wine region or one of them. Mm. And so not only can you hit the slopes, you can actually go wine tasting. Oh. Um, and that climate actually lends itself really well because as the storms pass through the province, it starts to suck even any moisture that was in the storm out. And you get this really feather light snow. It feels bottomless. It feels like you're skiing on a cloud almost. Wow. Um, one other signature thing in those resorts is we have what we call the snow ghosts. And so they're, they're trees that dot the slopes and they get all weathered with snow and they start to hunch over and they look kind of like a magical storybook kind of old man or something like that. So <laughs> adds a little bit of character to your ski day Absolutely. as well. Yeah. And then moving finally to kind of that southeast corner of the province we get to the area known as the Kootenays which is in the heart of the Canadian Rockies so think towering peaks and you know epic vistas and that kind of thing it's bordering Alberta and the U.S. border and then we have this network of eight resorts um, called the Powder Highway so it lives up to its name it's places like Fernie and Rossland, uh, which is home to Red Mountain. We've got Revelstoke, which many folks may know about. Um, that area, not only is the skiing epic and you have these really funky mountain towns and like great breweries and rugged mountain people, but you also have hot springs, which is a super fun way to end or start your day. So how did I do? <laughs> <laughs> you did pretty damn good. I think we're both completely <laughs> close back. I mean, one it's of the just things- just taking me back. 
going across going across all of those regions and um and it's absolutely magical and, and like the change of geography and scenery from one to the other and i remember being in the okanagan as well where the sort of you know you have this wine region and it, it, the transformation of of the of of the landscape is is incredible and i i think what you get which is very um uh, very very different to what we're often used to is the sense of space and and that you get out there and it's just very very wild you know and uh, and that's that's just such a nice thing to experience totally Absolutely. yeah geographically where are typically people flying into here what 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 does it look like for sure yeah we have um, a, a large airport, Vancouver International Airport. So that's where most of our international travels or travelers will fly into. And we also, another potential could be the Calgary Airport as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so from there, you can either rent a car and drive. So Whistler is obviously one of the closer resorts right from YVR Vancouver Airport. It's only a couple hours drive from there. Um, or some of the other resorts are longer drives, you know, think as sort of a day, tra- day drive. Um, there's also the option to actually hop from the international airports to some of our regional airports, which are a little closer. There's mm-hmm. airports in um, the Okanagan and the Kootenays where you can sort of fly into and have a shorter transfer to your to your ski area. Um, we partner with um, ski operators or ski specialists, and so that can also be really helpful to help with the transfers and trip planning. So we work with Ski Safari, we work with Ski Independence, Ski Solutions, and Travel Bag in the UK. So oh, they can okay. actually put that package together for you, which is super handy and takes any planning out of your hands and lets yeah, them do all the work for you. Yeah, like you know, there's also some pretty cool cities in British Columbia as well. So what about combining some uh, skiing with heading into the city. How could that work? Absolutely. Yeah, there's definitely a lot to explore beyond just the ski resorts. Um, You know, of course, if you're flying into Vancouver, you want to extend perhaps before your trip or after. So you can kind of take in some Mm. of the, you know, festivals. There's lots of food festivals and cool art exhibits and lots of just interesting Indigenous culture as well, which is very, mm-hmm. of course, very um, unique to British Columbia, and that we have, you know, all these incredible indigenous experiences to to enhance your trip and learn more about the land and the culture here. Um, a lot of people like to hop over to Vancouver Island, so Victoria, which is our capital city, um, mm-hmm. which people might want to check out. Um, they have a really good like brewery scene as well there, and a pretty hip food scene. Bears, definitely. Yeah, well, it, what was that it's, wrong? <laughs> bears yeah lots of wildlife so springtime of course is when the bears are starting to wake up from hibernation but in the winter we have um, the largest congregation of eagles here actually in my hometown here in Squamish um, wow. so you can actually do some eagle watching which is very very cool they're spectacular creatures um, mm-hmm. and of course if you hit the the Vancouver Island area there's opportunities for whale watching um and you can see all kinds of marine life there especially in the spring you get the sea lions that come up from california too um but oh, on the wow. island one of the coolest things you can do in the winter is actually aside from surfing which is its <laughs> own its own sport is storm watching so you can see those pacific wow. storms before they hit the mountains you oh. can see them coming in from the from the ocean and it's a pretty pretty uh, epic experience in itself some of that wildlife watching, I mean, just brings a whole new dimension to to a break over there. So it turns that two-week trip, because let's face it, 
There's not many of us. Certainly, my legs don't hold up for a fortnight. Anna. A fortnight? Yeah. yeah no, I, I'd like to give it a go. Uh, and if I was going to go to BC, I think I'd I'd definitely uh, give it a go. Uh, make sure they hold up. That's for sure. Um, how would listeners come to find out a bit more about BC? And you know, where do they go to get more info? Um, they can go check out hellobc.com/ski. And we look forward to seeing everyone out here this winter. Cool, awesome. Is that an invitation? Absolutely. <laughs> All are welcome. <laughs> two weeks, please. Yes. <laughs> two we'll weeks, set please. you up with a wellness regime to go with your fortnight of skiing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds right up my street. Um, fantastic. And, and, um, and an introduction to one of the great uh, craft beer makers, yeah, I befriended one in Nelson actually when I was there, which you know <laughs> was good. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I I needed to keep my ski legs going, um, so I had to defriend him in the end. It was just getting a little <laughs> bit too too much. <laughs> well, she said you made some characters out there, so they uh, they obviously yeah. delivered on that as well. Oh yeah. So thank you very much for today. Listeners, don't forget to go to hellobc.com forward slash ski. Check out some more information because you're not lucky enough to have Amber on the end of your WhatsApp like I do. And we will all hope to get out to BC this season. Have a great season, Amber. Thank you very much indeed for your time. Thank you so much. It's been great chatting. Thanks, Amber. Good to talk. Enjoy Squamish. Am I saying that? I will. Am I even saying that right, Squamish? You're saying it perfectly. It's like you live here. (laughs) <laughs> Thanks very much indeed. Good to talk. No, Toki Walkie. I'm pretty sure it's called a walkie talkie, mate.